0: What's this really about you know because there's so many things that it is about it is, it's about family it's about days off it's about a weekend before things get too cold it's about you know chocolate and easter bunny and eggs and kind of all these things that that sort of cloud the story but then it's like wait wait this is a. this is probably this is probably of the days that we get to remember every year you know this is an extremely significant part of our story mm-hmm. Uh, that that new life was made possible through death. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it kind of. Sometimes we come to these things. It's like, all right, well, Easter Sunday, here we go. It's almost like too much to stop and pause and condense into a moment of reflection, you know. But I'm really grateful that we get to do it every year. It feels like every year I get another little layer of of this. That's that's kind of for me. I want to share about some of those things, but I think Allie's got some cool thoughts for the kids this morning on Easter as well. Yeah. We've set you up in the in the lair below. Thanks, <laughs> Allie. <the kids. laughs> All hey, See you, dudes. Hands to ourselves, Chris. Cool. <laughs> I, had this, I had this thought about, I had this thought about Easter this, as as I was sort of reflecting on it. You know, it was like this idea of life flowing where there once was death. You know, it's sort of like, yes, this is a historical event where Jesus accomplished something profound that no other man could do, that God the Father had in his heart for us from the beginning, that restored us to relationship with him and gave us uh, the presence of the spirit within. You know, like the game was changed in this moment, but it's like, we get so familiar with the story and we get so used to it, like it is such a strange way for God to accomplish victory. You know, but what we know is that like the spiritual principles that play out in our biblical story reflect the invitation of the life that we live. You know, this story is our story. This pattern is our pattern. These principles are ours to receive. And I think death just feels like death. You know and I'm not, I'm not talking about ultimate death. I mean, you know, I think just like hard things, broken things, ended things, unresolved things, You know, it's like if if you think about like the Saturday moments of life, like if you think about Good Mm -hmm. Friday, something went to death Saturday, there's grief, there's mourning, there's sadness. Things don't look good. Things don't feel good. Things don't seem like they're getting an upgrade. Things don't seem like they're headed a good direction, you know. Uh, But the truth of the matter is it's the transition to something new. It's the transition to life flowing and there's a spiritual principle of death to life and and easter sunday is is our moment to reflect on this idea of new life coming life coming where there once was death you know if you stop and think about that like in the idea of of our stories you know ben like the the poem you read on good friday is a really great example of the intensity of this moment you know it just sort of summarized it sort of ripped through all the gospel reflections of it you know Peter denies, the crowds are shouting for him, the religious leaders have have condemned him, the guards have taken him, the, the crown of thorns is placed on his head, he's whipped and he's beaten, he's shamed, he's mocked, the robes put on him and the guards all bow before him and say, all hail the king of the Jews as the blood's rushing down his face from the thorns that are on his head and then he's made to carry the cross and then he's hung and all these things, you know, this story plays out with an intensity and then the people who surround this story Who have been told that this is gonna happen, you know, there would be an an enormous amount of uncertainty of what is happening. You know, it's like it's we've lived this incredible story. We've seen him walk on water, we've seen him calm storms, we've seen him turn water to wine, we've seen him feed thousands of people, we've seen him heal people, we've seen incredible things, and in fact, now have done those ourselves. And now this leader that we've been given has been subjected to these people in this way. You know, it's like, is it over? Is this done? Yeah, I, I you know, e- even though things were said. Hey. Oh, oh, uh oh, oh. oh! For all the dog lovers in the room, Poppy has been obstructed and is being sent back to her, her doggy jail. Anyway, yeah, it's it's this it's this notion of is what we thought was gonna be just not now. Is these things that we believed for over like on the saturday moments of life you can't help but view it that way the disciples must have the followers of jesus must have his mother must have the people around them must have right like the saturday moment but then how incredible sunday is when the unexpected surprise comes you know when, when what was thought to be unimaginable is now occurring, where the things that Jesus said would be are, are happening, and gosh, he said this, but now I see it, and I didn't see it quite like this. I, I don't think the disciples would go, oh, well, there it is. Yeah, I think they'd go, that's what you meant. You've been talking about this for two years, and now we see this is what you meant. And then he's still there explaining it to them. Yeah. It's better that I go... Something greater is going to come. Well, they hadn't experienced the Holy Spirit yet. He hadn't come. They hadn't seen it. They were walking on an uncertain, unknown path of promise from God in the middle of a transition. And that's relatable. That is relatable. We are still living that story today. And so like, if we stop and pause here for a minute and go, all right, what are our Sunday stories? What are our death to life stories? stories like just here just in in our own family what are the things that something occurred and we thought there is no hope and the saturday of grief and sadness occurred but then something occurred and sunday came and where death was imagined life came new life better life something richer something more than what we could have imagined could have come through this situation what are our stories what are our stories that fall into that category they don't have to be you know, someone was raised from the dead. You know, we we have You know, Ben's working on that for us. He's 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 gonna he's gonna be the resurrection man. I think that's gonna come, right? <laughs> We're well, starting a hospitals ministry that Ben's gonna lead. <laughs> yeah. but what are our what are our stories? What are our Friday to Sunday stories? Where are our death? Death occurred, but now I found life flowing where I couldn't have imagined. Mm. You know, what are they? What are they for us? Let's throw them around. Take a minute, and think about it. Zoom, I think we can hear from you guys. We can, yeah. So if you guys have them, you chime in too. Is this the Watson crew? I think so. It's just Watson. So yeah, so you guys, Watsons, feel free to jump in on us if you can. What are they? What do we got? What comes to mind as you think about that in your own story?
1: Well, I guess you're probably sick of hearing me say it, but you know, when a
2: peg to hear, you know, it's like there it was real <clears throat> death for you know what we thought was working but wasn't working, trying to make it work and you know, it's like yeah it's still in the process of having that life be given to us, I think. Yeah. And it's like yeah mm. you know, if it was three days that'd be nice, but
0: yeah, more yeah, of a, <laughs> yeah. More of a lifetime of life being
2: given to <laughs> Only us
0: Jesus can pull it off in three days. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, what, what a great story. It's like, you know, the place that we found ourselves hopeless, desperate. Hmm. There was death. Yeah, and Jesus entered in. He, even coming here felt like death. That was terrifying. So felt like loss. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mm. And then what would you say defines the life that's flowing to you, Ben? What would you say? What's the resurrection you're experiencing?
2: Yeah, I think it's just, it's hard to almost think back
0: to that, um, how life used to be. You know? It's like once you get a taste of something different, something that you've been missing, it's hard yeah. to almost remember what that, that felt like. But I think it's
1: just like this, this hopelessness that felt like there was nowhere to
2: go, like you know, there was nothing, it's like all of a sudden that burden's just been lifted. Yeah. You know, there's no more like there's a way out of this hopelessness, and it, you know, his name's Jesus, and he showed that to me. Yeah. Again, again, and again.
0: Yeah. And it's just. I think mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see resurrection for you and your identity, mm-hmm. who you see yourself as as a father, as a husband, as a man who's called to the kingdom. I see resurrection, life there. Mm-hmm. I see life flowing. You know, that, for me, that's death to life in Ben's world. I see a passion and love and a sensitivity, death to life. It's like, you know, there's a life flowing in you that's been brought by his spirit to new life in you know, a dead and helpless place. I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see the resurrection life in you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Where else? Where have we seen it? Where have we seen it in our stories? Mm-hmm.
3: I can think of an example in my life yeah. where. A couple of years ago i was just getting sicker and sicker in my mm. body yeah and like in my mind i was like this is just the rest of my life i'm just going to get worse and eventually you know my body's going to stop functioning mm. and like i just wanted jesus to heal me to take away the problem and i think in that he had an invitation for life like I thought I needed healing but he wanted to give me life and he's given me something so much more and it's like my body's healed now but with that I've been given this much larger gift um, in that and I think I, I was just so angling for like an outcome but when I followed the story and the invitation I was given much more than what I, what I had asked for and it was something much better
0: yeah, In a physical sense, there was sickness, there was death, there was hardship and difficulty, and God's restoring your body, but it's through a connection to him that gives you peace, that gives you rest, that gives you comfort. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Was, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. Where else? Where else in the stories have we seen resurrection life coming? death to life.
1: Where it was dead, there's now a life flow. Uh, This started a bit before I came last time, but um, I focused a lot more in the last while in grieving where where my life is at
2: now and then
1: finding that as I choose to accept that and grieve that, that it allows me to actually be more present in my life now. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Like this idea of allowing uh, the reality of things to be accepted, even when that's hard, or even when that's disappointing, or even when that's sad. And then mm-hmm. in that, I can find life in a place that didn't seem life full. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. It's great. Where else? Where would we Ooh. Probably seen.
2: Yeah, it's sort of have you, It's funny. I was just thinking then. You have you go to stories, and when you're speaking about those stories in the same group of people, it's like, oh, everyone said that story before. You know, you sort of get sick of the same stories, and and but and, and you know, you, you obviously the recent one with AFI selling that was definitely that for me. But I'm sort of rewinding a bit, you know, to other stories. that you know, it's. I think it'd be helpful for me to document some of this stuff because i find it easy to forget some of the stories but i remember one of them which i've also shared was when we were doing the commonwealth games gig up on the gold coast mm. and it was just going to hell in a hand basket. it was really bad um there were some people in our team really struggling and god was telling me to go uh, rest on a hill and spend some time with him and people are screaming out for me to get involved and I want to get involved and just really feeling like I wasn't supposed to get into the clarity of it and it just felt so stupid and wrong and, um, and in that moment you know I'm thinking well it's, it's going to go really bad it's not going to go well this project and you know and then it did you know and I can't put it to anything that I did it certainly wasn't because of anything I did um you know, in the end of it, it just went so, so well and was such a good gig for us. We didn't think we were going to make any money. We ended up making a ton of money. It was just, in every way, it was looking like a Kong show. It didn't. And I um, put that to, you know, it wasn't something in of my efforts. It was definitely, you know, something God was inviting me to step into just in seeing him do it rather than me thinking it was me and my strength.
0: Yeah, that's so cool, Glenn. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a death-to-life story. Uh, uh, my weakness is his strength example. Uh, thanks. Anybody else got one?
1: I feel like for us last year, you know um our care arrangements changed with the boys, and it was. I remember Tim was at court, and I was just at home, sort of getting an hourly update. It was pretty hard to like not know what was going on, and you know, I was with Ellie, and it was pretty overwhelming. And i like, anyway, that they changed, and at the time, it seemed really full cool. on like, it was like it went from. It went to like two weekend days instead of one and that felt like so hard and school holidays changed and and it felt really hard and i remember being on the phone to tim like don't agree to it don't agree to it like it's it's no good and tim's like i think god's saying yes and it was like super hard like it was really full-on and and then like stepping out of it it's like oh the time actually didn't really change it sort of just consolidated the days to be in a row that she had already had and it now means that Tim and I get a weekend every fortnight and being a married couple, newly married, like that has just been what we need. Yeah. And mm-hmm. back then there's just no way I could have seen it like that. Yeah. And it it took it from being like a quick drop off every weekend to like the same amount of time pretty much, but in a you know, in a row so that Tim and I can now like have a date night. And yeah. we just couldn't see it at the time. And it yeah. felt like God was doing run by us and it got really mm. hard because all we could see was like the death like mm. this is hard this hurts and now it's like oh, mm. he really did know mm.
0: yeah. that's cool grace yeah.
1: Yeah. thanks
0: for sharing yeah yeah i mean it just feels like it feels like we could sit here for a day sharing these stories, these ideas, you know, like I look at my own life and I go, I just like, you know, instantly as I sat and thought about this, it was like 10 things came to mind, you know, um, you know, the long struggle to um, see Ella come into the world, you know, and to be grateful for the season that we have her and that God's plans were right for us in that, you know, Uh, time when I let go of a job that was our only income uh, because God was asking me to and seeing uh, within a couple of weeks that there was incredible opportunities that God was moving us to to increase uh, financial opportunity for us and get us into a house and we couldn't see any of that until we let the job that I had die or it was just over and over and over again. I don't think the number of stories we have ever makes Saturdays easier. Mm-hmm. But how can we be a people who learn to live well in the Saturdays knowing death brings new life mm. like we this is the Easter story not that it would be easier not that it would be less emotional not that our perspective on it would be any different but that within us we could find the seed of faith that says but I live with a God who brings life in dead places mm. and not just because I demand it not just because this is what I've decided is gonna to come to life. We don't we don't get to decide every resurrection. But when God says, I'm inviting you to bring this to death because I've got life for you, in those moments we can be sure that it's good. I remember a season of Leela's life where she went into like this deep sadness. Like she was just so down. It was like three months. I couldn't couldn't clean the house, couldn't couldn't do anything. You didn't really see people much. Didn't come to church. Like she just like, and it was like, I just kept saying, this is me. Trust me. This is good. Trust me. This is good. You know, and in the middle of that, you just go, this is not good. I'm going to church by myself. I'm struggling. This is horrible. I'm cleaning. I'm cooking. I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread here. I'm, I'm living a lonely existence with someone who's super, super sad. You know, but God kept saying to both Leela and I, this is me, this is good. That's a big, long Saturday. But God brought about a new life. There was breakthroughs in Leela having permission to go to some places in her heart that were really difficult. You know, in our marriage back, you know, when I think back to Geelong uh, in, you know, whatever that was, 2003 or four. you know, it's like we were in a really, really rough place. You know, as a couple, we had strength in knowing that we were... Living the life that God had for us, but life was miserable, and it was hard, and it was challenging, and it was difficult. And we went to marriage counseling and did his test, and they said, you know, white faced. Well, there's not a lot to work with here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have one area of strength out of twelve, and we're like, great. What's that? <laughs> they were like, faith, faith. You both believe God's got you, and we were like, we do. And He did. We were just in the middle of a Saturday. But the life that came and the things that he had for Leela and I, he had it right. We were made for each other. And there's a life we're called to that we're living. And it's full of resurrection life. You know, we live for a God who brings life in dead places. He does. Over and over and over and over and over again. So how can we be people who begin to believe on Saturday that it's okay because why serve the God who said life's coming? You know, this is a rhythm and we don't get the resurrection power, the resurrection life without death. He said that. This is the principle. We don't get Sunday without Friday. And it's like, these are hard things to get our mind around when we face the uncertainty of the moments we find ourselves in. But what are our Saturdays today that we can take faith for the Sunday that's coming? Because we're all in a Saturday. Yeah, I think life has always got a Saturday. Always got something that's on the in-between. But Let's just take a look at what invitation we have to partner with in the midst of our Saturday. Because, you know, this is the victory. This is where we get to celebrate the victory that Christ rose. But it's like the natural part of us goes, that's a nice story. You know, but we view our own circumstances absent of resurrection power. We look at our own story and deny resurrection power its place. I, I do. I do. I look at it through my natural eyes and I go, well, this sucks. What are you going to do about this? You know, it's like back to this message that we were speaking, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, where we were talking about the gap between how God sees things and how I see things. And he's constantly viewing it through the coming resurrection. It's not that he's denying the difficulty of the moment, but he sees how it ends. And so his perspective is always counting resurrection power in because it's who he is. And and I, through my own natural eyes, am always counting it out somehow. But anyways, there's a verse in, in Romans chapter eight, verse eleven. And let's take a minute just to talk about this verse together. We're just gonna I'm not gonna say a whole lot about it. We're just gonna bounce this out and go, what does this offer us to offer to us? Romans eight eleven it says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. You know, in this idea of resurrection life, what what does this offer to us? Maybe bring it up on a phone. So, go oh, we'll leave it up on the screen. That'll work. But let's let's jump into you know groups of three, four, whatever, and uh, and just just have a chat about this. What does this speak to us about? What? what we have and from where this resurrection life comes. How do we experience it? How do we access it? How do we tap into it? What have we been given that helps us partner with resurrection in our own mindset? Yeah. All right, let's jump into groups. have a bit of a chat about this verse and what it offers to us in this idea of life flowing where death once was.
3: I guess we were just reflecting. I, I've listened to a thing this morning, and the guy who was speaking was just talking about um how so much in life we we are, are asking God for the thing that we think will bring us life. so it's like, oh we want us oh, the house or it's the husband yep. or it's the wife or it's the job or it's the achievement And the thing that God focuses on like the way he sees us he, he says you don't need these things like you need life
2: mm.
3: and, and we conflate the things with life itself
2: yeah
3: um And yeah. so just like, when God sees us, he sees that we need life. Mm. Um, Mm. And that, you know, he's he's the giver of good gifts and he's bringing good things to us and the thing we
0: most need is life. Yeah. And I guess a piece of this then is trusting him that he knows how to get good life to me. Mm. And what he causes to come to death Mm -hmm. to make way for life is his process of helping me. Mm. But man, I... I, I buck that, you know, that is a wrestle, that is a wrestle, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a great buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? Any thoughts come on, our group sharing time? I know when I read like
1: this, like that, it just blows me away. Like, it's almost like my mind can't wrap myself around. -hmm. Because it's the same, like it says, the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. And on this Easter Sunday, you know, we're like, oh man, that's so amazing, God, you're incredible. But it's like that same spirit will give life to our bodies here Mm -hmm. on earth. It's not just when we're in heaven, but it's like our mortal bodies here right now. And I just, I just find that I feel like I don't comprehend that now. Otherwise, I'd Mm -hmm. possibly live differently. I just feel like my mind doesn't grasp that.
2: Yeah.
1: I think I have a surface level understanding of it, but I possibly don't have a full realization and belief that that same spirit is in me. If I'm totally honest, I, did. You know, I yeah. Just love that Yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh mm. man, I just yeah. do not live like I totally believe. That.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you know, today our invitation is to like, mm. like, just yeah. stretch ourselves towards that a little bit. Mm. Yeah. I liked, um, in our group, you know, we were sort of sharing something similar. Like I was saying, you know, for me, I hear the words of the Spirit, you know, one one of the ways that the Spirit uh, works through speaking. You know, God created by speaking life. You know, He spoke the world into existence. You know, and so the Spirit brings resurrection power through speaking words of life. I refuse to believe you know, like sometimes I just choose to be comforted by them, or choose to be encouraged by them, or mm-hmm. choose to be just chilled out by them, but I actually don't believe them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, those words give me peace. Oh, but yeah, no. Nah. Mm. And I'm taking the word of God that has the power to breathe life into, into existence, and I'm refusing to believe it. You know, and I feel like that's where I'm so challenged. Like, come on, like, I wanna I wanna believe. In the things you're saying, not just in some random, you know, like I mean, both belief can feel like it's this big random thing. But when you say, that I want to just, I want to lean my belief into that and trust that that's going to be. And I really struggle with that. I do, and un- unknowingly sometimes, I hear it and I'm encouraged by it. But yet still, I'm not taking it and going, it is, because the Spirit raised you from the dead into being and it's just going to be and now completely because it is you know it's like that for me is a is a real challenge and Leela was talking about it in the discussion time about a time in her journey where God, like she had gone into she was getting facials and spending lots of money trying to deal with sort of sort of yeah, Acne or facial stuff. I don't even know what I couldn't do. I don't even, know. I'm not even entirely sure what I was trying to be repaired or resolved. But, um, you know, and Jesus said to her, just stop it all. Stop everything. And just get up every morning and look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful because my Father sees me as beautiful. He said, just, just every time you see yourself in the mirror, speak beauty to my creation and your face will resolve. And it did. and and she's saying like where are the limits of this like how can he bring life to our existence through this spirit that's been given to us for resurrection power you know and it's like why aren't we leaning into this why isn't this our why doesn't this consume us why is there anything else that we would fixate our attention on like if this is a thing why isn't it our only thing Why isn't it our everything? You know, that's what I think about for myself. And, you know, I think sometimes I'm looking for resurrection power to come in circumstance or situation or in the world out there. But it's not what this passage says. It says that the resurrection power is by the spirit that's within me. It's in here. The power of this resurrection life has been given to me in the spirit who's here with me. This is the fullness of the power that brought Jesus back to life. And I got it. I've got it. And there's a passage that, you know, we'll sort of finish up on today that that speaks to that. It's continuing on in Romans chapter 8. We just skip ahead a little bit. He goes on to talk about the flesh and the spirit. You can choose to live in the flesh, and the flesh isn't going to go anywhere, but here's the spirit, and the spirit's this resurrection life that we've been given, and he's kind of going on and on about it. Anyway, in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 to 39, Paul says, in the same way... The Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. You know, we're not ever going to be apart from our weakness. Our weakness is the flesh. It's my my ability to have an opinion, and to see things through limited eyes, and to see the world through the world's principles, that you get what you earn, and what you do is all there is, and the problems are yours to solve, and there's whatever capacity you have to do this, that's what you have. That's my weakness. That's my weakness is my own perspective on how things can occur. We do not know what to pray, what prayer to offer, or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit himself knows our need at the right time, intercedes on behalf, with sighs and groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose, for those whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son and ultimately share in his complete sanctification so that he would be the firstborn most beloved and honored among many believers and those whom he predestined he also called and those whom he called he also justified declared free of guilt of sin and those whom he justified he also glorified raising them to heavenly dignity what then shall we say to all these things if God is for us who can be successful against us he who did not spare even his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not along with him, graciously give us all things. Who will bring any charge against God's elect? His chosen one is God who justifies us, declaring us blameless and putting us in a right relationship with himself. Who is the one who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one who died to pay the penalty, to pay our penalty. And more than that, who was raised from the dead and who is at the right hand of God, interceding with the Father for us, who shall ever separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, just as it is written, forever remains written, for your sake we are put to death all day long. We are regarded as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we and gained an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us so much that He died for us. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This passage goes on to say, that it is by this spirit within us, he's given us everything we need to live the righteous life for which we're called. It's like this spirit within us is the whole deal. It is how we are justified from sin. It is how we know the love of Christ. There is nothing, no situation, no circumstance which can take this power from me. There's nothing on earth, nothing in heaven, no thing that I can face, no event that can occur that can rattle the cage of the love of the resurrection power of the Spirit of God, which has come and joined me in this life. And by my weakness, this Spirit is my strength. It's like the whole package comes by this Spirit within us. We have the resurrection power of Christ living in us. Saturdays are just part of the story when I come to see the Spirit within breathing life and bringing life where I thought there was death, Saturday's just become my next victory to come. It's like, but where does it come from? Sometimes we're reaching out there for the hope that we don't have. We're reaching into our, our situation or our circumstance or the victory or the bank account or the resolution of the situation. But it's like, what is the resurrection Spirit saying? What does he see? What does he know? Because that's what's coming. He foretold of the resurrection of Jesus that the disciples then experienced. And he said, this spirit is going to come. And you're going to be so grateful that I went because you're getting something more powerful. You're getting something better. You're getting an empowerment from me to do more than you've even seen me do. And it's like, well, that is what occurred. That's where the story went. And it's like today, it's like what he's bringing to death is that the resurrection power might have to say in your life, in your story, in your world, in in, in your oomph, that our life could become about the resurrection power of Jesus operating here and now. (laughs) Somebody's saying good things. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think though... Uh, you know, in, in in talking about this, it is hard to reach for. You know, Ange, I really appreciate, you know, what you're saying, but I also appreciate your life and your story because I see your journey as a resurrection journey. You know, and I'm so grateful that we've gotten to walk the seasons of that together um, because there is a resurrection power working in your story where once, uh, where once things weren't as they are today, there's a powerful woman of the Spirit who's holding faith and hope, not just for herself, not just for her family, but for people around you, for things we're in together. And it's like the things that he's brought to life in you aren't just for you. You're you're, you're spreading that, that power and that life around you. And I know that there are others who have been so encouraged by your uh, trust in a resurrection power that says this will be because he says it will be, and I've been so encouraged by that, and things that we've stepped into, and in things that we're in together, and I think we do find this hard to take hold of. I think we've also got to go, but here we have a, a wonderful woman who's taking hold of it in her own story, in her own life, and now sharing that around you. And I think for each of us, not not you know, for each of us, we can see the pieces of that. You know, where is that alive? Me, where has that come about from me, and what does it look like when we become a community of people who begin to lean into a resurrection spirit within the same spirit that brought Jesus to life is here bringing life to me and making me a life giving resurrection force in the lives of those to whom I'm joined? What a powerful picture! What a powerful picture! Well, let's let's jump back into groups and let's take a minute to talk about. What does it look like practically, like this week, to, to take hold a, a little bit more of the notion of this resurrection power that's at hand? What does that change for me? What what allows me to lean into it? What allows me to pull that a bit closer? What allows me to, to lean into that? A little bit more than the alternative let's just talk about that practically or or pragmatically how practically can we can we access the resurrection life more in in this moment that we find
2: ourselves
0: you know i heard i heard something said um i heard something said this week you know that feels it feels really relatable in this category um you know there's times where there's times where you're just in the flow and all you want is what the Spirit would have and you're hearing and you're listening and it's like the greatest joy of my life is to get up and be in the presence of God and I'm just swimming in it, swimming in the resurrection power of Jesus. And then there's other seasons where if we're honest we just don't want it. I just don't want it you know and I was I heard someone reflecting on it this week that went, I can get there. And it's always profound when I do, but I'm wading through an enormous emotional reality that says I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can choose to, to wade through that to something good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, that's a really good way of putting it. I have a choice, and there's something on the other side of that. But it's like you know, there are seasons where there's there is a big oomph that goes. I just I don't want it. I don't want to hear what you have to say or I can't be bothered or it's too hard or I'm too tired or it's too much or or you know it's too out of reach or it's just not going to help or you know what I mean like there's this emotional reality or this thought pattern that sits between us and the resurrection power and the resurrection power is here and I can choose to go there and what it offers to me is always good but there's this it's not always desirable yeah you know, i think that that's a really helpful way of looking at it and going well what what is going to determine my living what am i allowing to kick me off the resurrection power and what it would have for me and can i make a choice even though this doesn't seem like the most helpful thing and i was like that really challenged me it, you know in some ways it probably speaks to season I'm in where it feels like oh there's less time than ever and there's less emotional energy than ever and there's less space than ever and um, yeah it's like I can start living out of something you know it's like if the flow once was 50 or 60 or 70% resurrection flow you know maybe now it's 10 or 20 and it's like what does it look like to turn the tap up on that this week and yeah as we finish up I just want to pray for that for our family just at the that, that we would have the strength to overcome the things that kick us out of a resurrection power mindset and out of the spirit that's bringing life to our stories and to the spaces and places that we find ourselves. So let me do that. Now, Father, I thank you for this family of people. I thank you for these faces and these lives, for those that are here, for those that are away with family, for those that are are doing incredible things. We just ask, Father, that across our whole church fam today, We just pray for a resurrection power increase. We thank you for the promise of of the Easter story that the Spirit of God brings to life that which was dead. That there is nothing you can accomplish. That there is nothing outside of your ability or your capacity to affect and see that you are bringing a flow of life to dead places. And we are they. So, Father, I pray for each and every life that is connected to us and is a part of this, that you would increase this flow of resurrection power. Father, that you would give us strength and courage to overcome the gap that says it's too hard or too much or it's too good to believe for or it's just out of reach. Father, would you give us courage and would you give us faith? Would you give us a strength to say, no, 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 my God is the God who brings things to life and he's bringing life to me. Father, we pray that you would bring life to each and every family, to each and every home, and to each and every heart. That there would just be this increase that we feel of a, a resurrection power bringing life to our stories. Would you bring it to the thing that's defeating us and discouraging us right here in this week, in this moment? Would you bring it to the situations and the circumstances that are driving us deeper into a sense of hopelessness? Father, would you come by your resurrection power and bring life, hope, and faith across our family? In the name of Jesus, we pray ask. We thank you that you have given your life, that you have shown us the way, that you revealed the Father and his heart to bring life to dead places to us. And today we say we are those who believe that the same Spirit that brought Jesus to life lives within me. Might it increase its influence in this life,